All right, McFarland, McFarland Energy, thanks so much once again for sponsoring the Bradford Show. And they're, today, once again, they're sponsoring a Who Says No Wednesday. It has become, as I've told Coop many a time, my favorite day of the week because of exactly that, where we have trade proposals. We've done three of them. This will be a fourth. And every single trade that we have surfaced has been, like, legitimately good. Like, legitimately, like, this, this put it in an envelope, give it to Heimblum, let's ruminate over it. And today's no different. We got them right here. We got them all listed. Our guy, Coley Mick. Coley, what's going on? How's it going? Heim, Heim knows what my brain is always conjuring, too. So he's ready for these. <laughs> he's ready. I love yeah. it. He, says, he sees the return address on that envelope. <laughs> he knows what he's in for. Throws it right in the fireplace. <laughs> All right. Coley is obviously, you know him. I mean, I'll introduce Coley, but everyone knows him. You know, he's one of the biggest voices in Red Sox. The Red Sox world has been for, for years now. The Section 10, now underdog fantasy. Um and so Coley, so I don't, so I, I want to make sure I get it right. Tell me the shows that you're on now with Underdog. <clears throat> so we got the Trill Withers show with Trill Withers, uh, YouTube every day, 12 to 3. And I've got cut to it with Steve Smith, which comes out every Wednesday. Or Steve Smith Sr., excuse me. I do not want him to hear me drop the senior. Um, I don't want to end up in a dump somewhere. Uh, with different parts of my body uh, scattered about. But, yeah, it's, uh, those are my, my two main uh, projects at the moment, and I'm loving every second of it. Awesome. And so if you do anything, please do me the favor. Ask Steve Smith Sr., about getting into a, a, a kerfuffle with Jermaine Wiggins. Okay. Yeah, we, yeah, this is a big thing. This is a, we, yeah, I don't know how he's going to take it, but it might lead to some good content. So. Definitely. Oh, I'm writing that down right now. <laughs> he's Boston's finest. I need that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Listen, I mean, it's funny. I, I Wiggy loves, well, I, actually, he doesn't love talking about it. He kind of shuts it down, which tells you how serious it was. So yeah. I, that I would means, imagine that also shows like which direction that went in as well. Like who's winning in that? Ah, uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Wiggy's a big guy. Yeah, a big, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's but again, listen, it's all about content. So that'll keep you going for three days if you bring up. <laughs> all right, Coley. Listen, I, there's a reason. There's a reason. Um, there's many reasons why I'm really thrilled and Coop and I are really thrilled that you're on. Uh, but I also, uh, one of them is just because you can keep the ball rolling here. I mean, I knew that you were going to come up with some really, really good ones. And the great thing about these trade proposals, which everyone's about to hear, I, th there is no room for interpretation. I would want you to be a GM. I, I want you to be a GM. Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, let's go. I mean, let's go. Let's, we're not dicking around about any of this stuff. Either you want the player or you don't. Let's, don't overvalue prospects. Oh, man. I mean, if it, my only – so with you being a GM, my only request is that for, like, president of baseball ops, you have to have Trill. Oh, I've, I've seen him at work on MLB The Show. He can he can get it done. <laughs> I've, I think about this more, like, as a grown man, not even as, like, a small child. I think about this way – like – Five hours a week minimum is dedicated to various teams, like the Celtics, Patriots, and Red Sox. Like I'm, I'm constantly rebuilding these teams in my own way. <laughs> Just oh, give me the reins for like five hours, and I can put together oh, a championship yeah. team. <laughs> cool. The one thing I, I so I love. We're gonna we got three of them. I think we asked for, but the fact is that you you were your instincts were keen enough 
to give at least one Otani. The bonus. This is cool. We have to have this going forward. The bonus. Forget about being part of one of the three. We always have to have a bonus. Somehow you have to get Otani to Boston. It was it was just it's so hard dealing with like we've never seen anything like it. Like I was trying to use Soto as a basis, and like that's only half the equation. So I I tried my best with the Otani one, but it's it's so hard to try and crack that nut. Well, all right, we'll get to that in a second. All right, here we go. Here we go. All right, number one with the San Diego Padres, a guy named Fernando Fernando Tatis Jr. For Sedan, our guy, Sedan Raffaella, Edison Paulino, Blaze Jordan, and man, you're making me say this guy's name again. Winkleman Gonzalez. Um, all right, so that's Raffaella, Paulino, Jordan, Gonzalez. Three, I think, are they all? So we usually go by Sox prospects. Goalie. Oh, of course, only Sox prospects. Yeah, yeah. So are they all top 10? They're close. Right? They, yeah, they're all – I mean, Blaze is the lowest one there. I think he's 16 at the moment, somewhere around yeah. there. Yep. Yeah. Um, like the Roman Anthonys and Mikey Romero's of the world kind of pushed a couple guys down. But <clears throat> I think the other four are top 12. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to I'm, – I really do think the top three guys, and I'm not even counting Bayo in that, but the other top three – or Casas. Casas. Right. <laughs> um I, I really do think those guys are as close to untouchable as you can get. Um, okay. But but the thought process here was like, let's let's replenish that Padres farm system that they just spent on Soto and everything. Uh, it's Preller over there, right? He's the GM. Yeah, AJ Preller. Yep. <clears throat> everything he's said pretty much since the second Tatis got suspended makes me think he's available. Every single thing, even. Even most recently, when they were like, "What position is he going to play next year?" He's like, "I just want to see him on the field. I don't really care what position he wants to play. Some first, some catcher. I don't care." Um, and Heim's Heim and and Cora have have not cared about positional uh, sticking sticking with one position. So I I just want the bat. I just want the talent. I, the contract's not bad. I just want Tatis. All right, Coop. What do you got? So even with the baggage. What's no, the baggage? Yeah. Okay, so that's all I needed to hear. Yeah, no, I'm on board. You like, have, I mean, Coop, it's not an option. You get the baggage, all right? I mean, it's not like the first. It, he leaves it in We've San dealt Diego. with the That'd steroid guys before. It's not like we've cared. I mean, Manny Ramirez was socking balls out of like Fenway, and we were just like, yeah, that's cool. Just keep doing it, man. But I'd, um, like, I'd like him to do more when he gets here. I okay, I'm on board. So you want, do you want like, do you want him on the old stuff, like the Mark McGuire stuff, or maybe like some of the new generation Alex Rodriguez stuff where he slimmed down? Yeah, I mean, I would love him to get on those gummies that he takes before the games that are out of his system by the time the game ends that a okay. was on, something like that. But just I, listen, this is Boston. Anyone who's anti-cheating in Boston has no semblance they haven't of paid attention. history. When it got, like Red Auerbach's the finest cheater professional sports has ever seen. Bill Belichick might be second. Like this is what we do. If, if you're not Ethan Allen cheating, and the Green Mountain Boys were stealing cannons from the British, like <laughs> at Fort Ticonderoga, it's right. It's been like inbred into us. Right. Yeah. This is what we do. So if if you aren't if you're a Boston fan and you're anti cheating, I don't. I just don't know what to tell you. So I, 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 I would though. I would like to see Tatis with like the thick neck though. Like I yeah, want to see him on the Mark McGuire stuff. Yeah. Just to see I, how big he can get. I, 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 you talk about the gummies. All I can think of is he's going to go get a haircut. 
you know, somewhere around Fenway, and they're going to massage his head with a bunch of like gummies full of steroids. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how that works, but evidently that's how it happened the first mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So, so is, uh, he, is yeah. he moving to the outfield, or are we moving on from Xander in this? <laughs> yeah, I, I wanted to say this off top. I, I all of these trades were with. Uh, Xander re-signing and Endeavor is getting extended in mind. So those okay. those moves have already happened in in Coley's GM world. Well, okay. Coley, in large part because of our Make It Happen Foundation, which we've uh, solicited many, 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 many monies to uh, to keep these guys uh, by many monies. How, what are we up to? Two dollars at least ten at this point. Zach Kelly and Tristan Casas each contributing. So. Schreiber, um, Schreiber was on board. Ooh, yeah, yeah. So, um, yes. Yeah, so the Make It Happen Foundation has kept both those guys in the fold. Good. But yeah, I, I like the optimism, and I will say this: um, I like, I like the idea. The uh, Tatis, oof, man, like he's he, he just he worries me a little bit. I'm not going to lie to you, and it's not because of getting popped for the stuff. It's not that. It's just. Where is me just a little bit, but, but, but if we've learned anything this week, it's that guys can mature, right? I mean, Definitely. we had uh, on the Baseballs and Boring podcast, we had on Papelbon, and as he said, you know, when he was choking out Bryce Harper, it was a different Bryce Harper. So, But it's still the same. Same Pap. Jonathan Papelbon. Like, yeah, Pap- 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 <laughs> I, uh, I also think, too, like the Red Sox have a different pull with – like Dominican players. And I do think it can be helpful with David Ortiz. If, if, if those guys do uh, assume a big brother role with a Tatis, that could be something that could help him mature where he may not have that in San Diego right now. No, I hear you. I'm with you. It's a good proposal. I, my gut instinct, I don't think it's enough from the Red Sox quite to get it done. I think you're going to have to dip in. You would have to dip into those prospects you were talking about. Um, But, you know, because I think that, you look at Gonzalez, Blaze, George, like those guys. Rafa, even Rafaela, he's had a great year, but he there's no guarantee. I mean, he could just be a really, really good defensive player right. who's hitting at the bottom of the lineup. So, which San Diego has, I mean, different regime, obviously, but they did do that with Manny Margot a decade ago. It was pretty similar uh, makeup in terms right. of defense, and maybe the bat shows up, which it really hasn't. But yeah, it's it's hard to know what they want because San Diego, I feel like every year they go into the draft. James Wood was a guy I was very high on, told Heim to his face to draft, didn't do it. Uh, and then he was the centerpiece to the Juan Soto trade. So that hurt. Um, but that's where it was like, I was trying to do one-to-ones there. It wasn't perfect by any means, but that's where it was like Blaze Jordan's bat is, is the closest. Nothing's close to James Wood last year, but that's the closest we kind of have. Yeah. Um, if they wanted a Romero or something like that, yeah, I would, I would, I would do that since we only have shortstops. But don't be a pushover, GM Cole. Come on. No, Stay it's here. not that. It, it's it's just hard to know what the and it's also like how many teams, like you said, are are going to be scared off. Is there going to be a bidding war? If you're the only team at the table, that's kind of the offer I submitted. Like here's here's what we've got to get that money off your books. All three of these trades, the other two coming up. Uh, were money off the books deals oh, yeah. like they, there's something I could ima- I could picture Heim actually doing. The other two specifically are money off the books moves for Aaron Judge for those teams. For yeah. these cool. these teams will be targeting Aaron Judge. Here, let's help you get this choke artist. Okay, 
I mean, which is a great line of thinking. And I like the way that I like the way that you're GMing. All right. So number two, Cody Bellinger for Thad Ward and Hilberto Jimenez, as we had on a previous who said no Wednesday, holy mackerel, Hilberto Jimenez, how your star has fallen from, from, I mean, I think like the fifth rank prospect to like the 30th or something like that. But anyway, I'll let you go. What do you got on this one? I believe it's Cody Bellinger's last year of his deal. Um, and it doesn't seem like the Dodgers are too keen on bringing him back. Obviously, if he has a great season and he plays it out in L.A., that can change. But that's not really the Dodgers' M.O. In, in a year they didn't get the job done again, I feel like they're going to come out swinging. They're already talking about moving Mookie to second, which feels a little insane considering he just won another gold glove in right field today. Um, so why would you mess with that? I think they go get judge and it's like, all right, we love Cody Bellinger. He's done a lot for us here. Won an MVP. It's time to go. We're going to replace you with judge. We're going to give him that money. Bellinger's not making a crazy amount of money this year, but if you're already talking about moving Mookie to second, let's help you out a little bit. I think Thad Ward's probably going to be a rule five guy anyways, so it's more just like here's here's a guy who was a good prospect till he got the Tommy. I feel like he had like five different injuries until he got all these injuries. Jimenez, it's kind of just like a throw in like that. These are a harder for me to figure out because it's just like I think they just want they could get they could want to get rid of Bellinger uh, mm-hmm. if they're going to sign Judge. So it's like I don't even know if they really care what they're getting in return. If they want Jeter Downs back, I'm fine with. I'll drive him myself. I'm fine with that. <laughs> Um, but I do think that Ward has some upside and the Dodgers front office are, are not dumb. So I would imagine they would want at least something back in return. All right, Coop, what do you got? Um, I mean, I, I, the Padres one is more believable to me just because I, Cody Ballinger has fallen off, but just because of the standard set with the Mookie Betts deal. And like, I'm not saying Cody Ballinger is any Mookie Betts. But I feel like the Dodgers are kind of like, well, you guys gave up a lot before. So, like, you should be giving up a little bit more than just, like, you know, a decent a decent guy in Thad Ward. And then, like, someone that we're really just taking away from your farm system for you with Jimenez. So, I like, I, I couldn't see. This is the one that, like, of all of the, the great trades that you sent us, I think this was, like, the one where I was, like, this is the least believable. I like – so I like the idea of Bellinger. I think that's that's a great line of thinking for exactly what you're talking about, is that they want to go after Judge, and even though they have a crap load of money, it's like, here, like, they could they need – they're going to need more than a crap load of money. They're going to need right. all the money they can get. His contract's coming off the books. He's had a good run there. Um, yeah, so, so I like that idea. Thad Ward – He's uh, he's he's getting hurt, man. Like he he just had an oblique thing like the other day. And so it's in not to say that the guy isn't going to have a major league career. He probably will. Um, And Herberto Jimenez is a guy which when I was watching Coley, when I would see this guy in spring training and I would look at the rankings, I'm like, what? Like, I never got it. Speed. So but speed. it wasn't, but that's the thing. Is it so I got caught so much crap for saying like he wasn't that fast <laughs> and, and because like they had a video of him running the first or whatever, but he doesn't, he's not a guy that's gonna steal a ton of bases. He, you know, he sort of like had this hunch over, he wasn't hitting for a bunch of he might end up, you know what he might you mentioned Margot before. 
Margot was a guy like he didn't do a, a like you look at him, he didn't do a, like a ton of stuff unbelievably, but he lands as a major leaguer as a good right. defensive guy in, a de- in an improving offensive guy. So, okay, so maybe, but the, the point is, is that I like how you targeted Bellinger. Good job. Yeah, I, I'm, I just think he can be had. Um, and it's, it's not like we're getting MVP Bellinger back this way. The, the goal is to like try and rebuild his swing. I still don't know why he messed with it after winning MVP. Mm-hmm. It was like Paul Pierce every year used to change his free throw routine. And it was like, for what? What are you doing? Like, are you just bored? What are you doing? And Bellinger just hasn't got it back yet. Is it gone forever? Don't know. Willing to find out one year. It's not that big a risk. And if it hits, you bring him back. And now you've got uh, all-star caliber center fielder ready to go. Let me, okay, let me trade. Uh, send this, uh, this, this hypothetical your way for Bellinger. Verdugo for Bellinger. No, I know Verdugo. I mean, you have another year of Verdugo. You have more than you do of Bellinger. Yeah. Um, both both lefties hitters. Um, you know, I, I think I think they're gonna try to shop Verdugo this this offseason. And because of the defensive problems? Just because I think it's sort of it's sort of maxed out, you know. I mean, this is this might be you know, maybe I'm wrong because really with that trade, it was all about in order to have a conversation about that trade, in my mind, it was like, you need this guy to be an all-star. You need one yeah. of these guys to be an all-star. And Verdugo had a pretty good year, but he wasn't quite there. And I don't know if he's going to get there. And so. The one thing that sticks with me about Verdugo is, is our pal Red Sox stats being like, I, I just pictured this guy in the playoffs doing something meaningful. Yeah. And I yeah. haven't been able to shake that since he said it. Like, I don't disagree with what he's saying. There was a stretch. Uh, I believe it was – I can't remember if it was 20. It had to have been 21. Every time he came up late in the game, he was only swinging for the fences if it was a mm-hmm. close game. And he's mm-hmm. he kind of fixed that this year. He was just yeah. more, let me get contact and see what happens. So, I don't know. I'm not – I don't think he's untradeable by any stretch of no. the imagination. I just oh. don't know – what getting rid of him for Bellinger? No, no, I don't think for. so. I was just throwing it out there. I no, mean, for I, sure. I, I'm with you. It's like a, it's a year. It's a year difference. It doesn't make a ton of sense. But here's the thing to keep in mind about Verdugo. Another thing that why they might deal him is because the out you have the Alex Cora. We want to get more athletic. Well, do the math. Okay, there's nine guys, right? Who? Where are you going to get more athletic? Not at third. Probably not at short. Not at second, not at first, not at catcher, not in center field. That leaves right field and left field. And when you're talking about getting more athletic, and people th- you know might think that Verdugo's athletic, but I think they think that you can get more athletic out there. So, so yeah, I don't just. I mean, his. I think he did amicably in right field uh, when he was asked mm-hmm. to go out there. Like it's not an easy job at all. For a guy who was dropping routine pop flies in center the year before, I think he did fine in right. But yeah, I don't. It's upgradable for sure. I don't think. Yeah. If you're if you're not looking to upgrade every outfield, all three outfield positions, honestly, then I think Heim's not doing his job. Yeah. Eight thirty-five right, postseason OPS, by the way. So it's yeah, not like he did poorly in the playoffs. I'm not. Like, he, like, I'm not. He was a guy that produced. I'm yeah. not anti-Verdugo. I just think that if you're like looking to get the most value, this might be like the sweet spot for them. Um, I also right. don't know that you can write off shortstop 
when when you read into a quote like that. As no, no, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's it's you know, if if it's if it's if it's not Bogarts, you're probably getting more athletic. Let's be right. honest. Not to say that Bogarts is like so so unappetizing when it comes to his athleticism, but still, you look at how you're gonna replace him. You're gonna replace Trey Turner. Uh, Carlos Correa. Me. Trey Turner would legitimately infuriate me. <laughs> All right. I mean, is he yeah. a year? Is he 29? Yeah, he's about the same age. Yeah, yeah. They're, yeah, they're about the same age and, and much more. As I don't care what people say about Xander's defense, he's su- substantially better than Trey Turner at defense. Yeah. And that's if, if that's what people are worried about, then you can't go Trey Turner. I think I think that and it, it you know it's funny because the Bogarts thing is it's not only Bogarts leaving but how you're going to replace him right and you know that's a whole nother podcast oh yeah sure <laughs> it is whole thing. Uh, all right so number three this is a bold one this is a bold this one, one. makes the most sense to me this is my favorite one this is by far my favorite here's the thing Coley it makes the most sense but is the least likely to happen. So. A couple years ago, I mean, honestly, before last week, I would have agreed, and then Aaron Boone just buried the rivalry, killed it once and for all. Uh, so right. I think it's very on the table. Okay. Uh, what we got is Giancarlo Stanton for Jaron Duran. Mm-hmm. Do explain. The Yankees um, are poor. They're poor. They're an organization run by poor people. Um <laughs> And if they want to bid for Aaron Judge and keep him in New York, which he may not want to be there. So that's really where this falls apart. If he just has no if he wants to stay in New York, but not for not for the Yankees, if he just wants to go to to Uncle Stevie and, and get that check, that that's where this falls apart. But yeah, the Yankees can't afford Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton, even with the five million dollars the Marlins are sending the Yankees to help pay for Giancarlo Stanton. They just can't afford it. They just there's nothing. If they could afford it, they would have went out and got Seager last year or Correa or anyone that wasn't IKF who was getting benched in elimination games. That's what they would have done. They wouldn't have done that. Oh, let's get this uh, cheap up, up downgrade at shortstop just because it's cost control. That's how the Yankees move these days. They are not big spenders. And if they want to keep Aaron Judge, which um, they've they've been saying they're going to do as they continuously lowball him time and time again, they're going to have to make a sacrifice somewhere. They've shown recent history. They will trade with the Red Sox and Heim Bloom specifically, especially when it comes to salary dumps like they did with Adam Adovino. They'll right. give you Love a the Adam Adovino example. Yeah, They'll give you Adovino and a, a free reliever and, and Frank Herman. They'll do that just to get money off the books. I originally had Jeter Downs in that spot, and I was like, I don't know that they're that desperate. We'll give them Duran. <laughs> we'll give them Duran. Um, and it's like, yeah, they'll – Duran, he was once upon a time compared to Jacoby Ellsbury. Uh, the Yankees, I don't know how up-to-date they are on Jaron Duran. Maybe they still buy that. They also signed Jacoby Ellsbury, so we know they're not a smart organization. They kept Cashman and Aaron Boone. We know they're not a smart organization. So, yeah, I think this is the prime time to get their most clutch hitter and just fill that J.D. Martinez void for the next – I think he signed for five more years, so you're good there. You've got your DH. <laughs> Just, what what sweet nothings do you have to whisper into Hal Steinbrenner's ear to convince him on Jaron Duran? Just his, his contract. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> this guy makes league minimum for the foreseeable future. Oh, bring him on. Yeah, and, exactly. And, and by the way, and by the way, you can start going back and start jacking some homers. 
you know, yeah. lefty hitter, Yankee Stadium. Why not? Right. I mean, why not? By the way, just to break some news, uh, Bryce Harper had a two-run bomb to start off the game. There just want to let you guys know. Well, That's I, a producer. The, the, people, the people who are listening to this podcast can appreciate the, uh, the yeah. 24-hour news update. <laughs> so. well, you're welcome. <laughs> um, how do you get Bryce Harper? I thought you were going to introduce that. Come on. Who says no to Bryce Harper? I'd be happy. The with whole that. MLB, when he was a literal free agent, said no to Bryce Harper. I know. That Isn't still that blows incredible? my mind. It is. Uh, it's insane that like the Nationals let him walk. That's less insane, just because I mean they're Yankees poor. Like they they can't afford anyone. Like they, but I mean, put that on the Baltimore Orioles. That's on them for like screwing them on. That the, didn't uh, help. Yeah, it certainly didn't help. Contract. But even the way they were dealing with Soto, they're like, we'll pay you five million dollars a year until twenty seventy seven. How does that sound? Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't sound great. Yeah, but, but, but Coley, So to before we get dive into the Stanton thing, you, talking about Otani, I've said this every time Otani comes up. It's not only the player. It's not only the player on the field. It's everything else, right? Mm. It's everything else. I think I saw some story today about Otani having like 20 different advertisers attached to him. Harper wasn't – I mean, he's not like Otani, but it's, it's the same idea, right? Like he, he – Philadelphia, he – go there. I just went there for a rain out. It was awesome. And watching <laughs> Bryce Harper jerseys everywhere, mill around in the concourse and in the parking lot. I mean, that's worth it along with the player. So anyway. Absolutely. I I still can't believe how little like buzz there was. Bryce Harper was a free like Mike Trout wasn't a free agent. These guys don't get free agency. At 26. (laughs) Bryce Harper was available. The Yankees were uninterested. The Red Sox were uninterested. The Dodgers were uninterested. Like that should never happen. And that that was during the peak collusion era of MLB free agency. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. No, of course. Not. <laughs> uh, that's why I signed in late February. Yeah, <laughs> I got me some good JD Martinez spring training interviews. The the, the collusion era. It was oh, yeah. great. Yeah. Um, anyway, Coop, what do you got in the Stanton deal? I mean, I'll take it. Anything to get Jaron Duran out of here. <laughs> I I can't stand him. It, you know what? His family fits in with the Yankee crowd a lot more than the Red Sox crowd. I'll say that much. Nothing against his family. It's just I've seen them. They could beat me up anytime. I know that for a fact. It's just you guys are a Yankee family. We we understand. So I'm on board. Uh, anything to get them out. Yeah, that sounds like a year too late. Uh, yeah. Trying to like actually maximize his value, which is is tough. But my my only stipulation is: can we can we rebrand him back to Mike? Is that is that something we can? I don't know. Like, I mean, put an I've, option in there. Calling him Giant Carlos gives me so much joy. Like just adding a T and an S to his name. Like he is a giant Carlos. Like he is. He's a monster. He is. He's he is the most menacing stance I've ever seen. And like Bonds didn't have that menacing of a stance. The way he, he just stands straight up. He's like, go ahead, see what you can see if you can get it by me. He's you know um, you know I always think about that. You know the Yankees. Like, it was going back to the uh, the Joe Kelly Fight Club, Tyler Austin thing. Mm-hmm. Like you had Judge, you had these mammoth guys. I mean, Tyler Austin was a big guy. You had oh, all yeah. these big guys, and they're singing. They're like on the outskirts singing "Fire in the Mountain." You know, like <laughs> like hey guys, like dude, like you guys are enormous. Nobody should get in a fight with you. I think so. Stanton was just like peeling bodies off the, the pile. Yeah. He was yeah. like, I don't want to get suspended, but I'll make sure none of my none of my teammates get serious. I, I had like Yankee roommates in college that were just like, oh, 
judge has someone in a headlock. I'm like, no, he's just trying to like yeah. take people off the pile. Like nah, none of them nah. were really trying to fight. Nah, nah. Yankee fans nah. are down. I mean, they don't know up and down anymore. I've heard people try and say a rod won the Veritech fight. Like that's stuff. They're trying to, they're trying to like zap. Ruger that, and it's just like, what you, you've lost the war several times over. Like, give it up. Like, have I, mean, some pride. I, think, I think Veritech's, uh, his, 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 uh, his mitt actually was dented by a rod's chin. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is happening? What's going yeah. on? Uh, so I, in synopsis, like I, I, it's I love it. I love the I love the trade proposal. Um, Stanton always makes me uncomfortable. And injuries, you know. I, I like the idea. Put it this way: I like the idea of Jaron Duran for somebody in a deal like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Stanton, but I like that because we come back to we were talking about Verdugo. I think you gotta hit on Jaron Duran's whatever value he has right now. You gotta hit on it, right? So, so um, no, they, the, another guy I was trying to figure out, I, I typically like targeting NL teams. I just feel like deals happen more AL to NL. But one guy, I, one team I was targeting was the White Sox. And Eloy Jimenez is A, much younger than I realized, and B, cannot field to save his life. And we <laughs> have quite a hole at DH that I would love to fill with someone like that. I don't know if the White Sox are ready to pull that ripcord yet. But if they are, that's someone I'd be willing to pay like a decent amount for. Here's a trade. Jaron Duran for Kyle Schwarber. I think that's a good one. Well, yes. Yes. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. So here we go. The, the, the time everyone's been looking forward to, I know that I have the bonus Otani trade. Now, Coop, we should have some sort of like Otani. Like, some, some music trade. just to like play into it. That's one thing. But – uh, all right, here we go. I and I'm going to tell you what I love about this trade because we had um, I forget what the uh, the previous Otani trade we had. We can revisit it, but it we'll was it was the entire farm. Like Marcelo Meyer was involved in it. Like right, okay. So I mean, okay. Well, we'll, we'll get to that in a second. All right, here we go. Otani, but not just Otani. Anthony Rendon. So Otani and Rendon, by the way, one of the worst free agent signings we've ever had. <laughs> I mean, like talk about oh, oh, so bad. So so bad. You this guy, so I looked it up the other day. So he makes he makes like 20% of their payroll. <laughs> like Anthony Rendon. Like, what is happening? Anyway, Otani and Rendon for Rafaela. Nick York, Blaze Jordan, Brian Mata, and Matthew Lugo, who is a good player, a mm-hmm. good prospect, got a lot of value. All right, Coley, what do you got? So this, I feel like it's impossible to actually trade for Otani unless you're taking Rendon too. And that's that's working under a dangerous assumption that the Angels became like semi-competent this this offseason, and that's that's asking a lot. They're, they're already considering trading Shohei Otani, so you can't really give them that much credit. Um, but if, if they are going to trade him and they're not going to get someone to take that Rendon contract off their hands, they should, they shouldn't be a team anymore. They do not deserve, they already don't deserve it, but they specifically don't deserve it if they do this. Um, I think if you were just trying to get Otani, I think you would have to put Meyer in it Mm -hmm. and that's kind of where I'm out. Like I'll just wait the year and try and get him in free agency at that point. Um, but in terms of getting him now, adding him to your rotation and DH, filling two holes at once, yeah, I'm willing to part with pretty much everyone three through 
three through ten. Um, I do think Miguel Blaze and and um, Rendon, uh, not Rendon, and Meyer are are my two. Like you can't have them. You want them to see. You want to see them play in Boston Red Sox uniform. Correct. Yeah, and and Nick York was really hard for me to put into this deal, but I. Again, if the Angels are any sort of competent, you can't pick up the phone without like I was going to put Romero and all the California kids. Get the get the kids close to home. They haven't drafted a hitter in a while. They only draft pitchers, so I'm sure they need a couple of bats in their in their farm system at this point. And then the bats that they do have, Joe Adele, like he hasn't really panned out yet. I'm not ready no, to throw a towel with him. But yeah, that's mess. that's the thing. The Angels need. Like the Angels should hire someone like me because what what do they have to lose? Like they <laughs> you, truly... you were about to go. The Angels need, and I was about to just like interject everything. They <laughs> yeah, they need everything. They need a complete. I don't reset. know what you. I don't know what you're doing next week, but if you, I, I will get you a press credential uh, to go to the GM meetings in Las Vegas. I know you probably hate going to Las Vegas. <laughs> and I know you probably hate getting stuck in a ballroom full of uh, GMs. But basically, that's what they do at the GM meetings. Like, nothing happens, right? right. No trades are made. But the GMs have to stay. It's, it's like the worst time of their year. They For two or three days, they have to stand in a ballroom and just answer questions. So you go from one GM to the other to the other to the other. I would love to see you in that environment. Yeah. What were you thinking these, these last five years? And I just <laughs> I get the Chris Jericho scroll out and just start reading off one by one. Yeah. That, I mean, that's isn't that how Dombrowski got into the business? He went to the GM meetings and just begged for well, everyone for a job. Yeah. So there's there's also the the job fair at the winter meetings, which is a whole right. other deal. Right. And which is awful. I did that twice, and I got offered the uh, Prince William Cannons director a ticket sale for a thousand dollars for the year. Okay. Um, Not which, a bad gig. And well, listen, we all have our life's regrets, right? <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it's it's um, but the GM meetings, it's a wild scene. Like it's a wild, like it's it's great because you get to talk to these guys. Like they might not tell you anything. And the big thing here now, you go to them, and I look around the room, and I don't don't know like who who are these people? Like what? Right? Because yeah. now they're all it's just such. There's there's not the Billy Beans and the Dombrowskis and the those guys. I mean, it's, it's a bunch of guys. Like, it's already turned over. So right. it's a bunch of computers you're talking to. Exactly. Much. Basically that's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's, it's, but yes, it's exactly it. All right. So, um, Coop, what do you got on this? The Otani, uh, not, not the GM meetings. I mean, it's not, it's not happening. <laughs> um, no, that's like, not the point. That's not the point. It is. I mean, you asked me my thoughts on it, but okay. I mean, my, it goes back to last week. I don't think the Angels, until they sell that team, are going to move on from Otani unless it's free agency. Um, so, I mean, like... Not I'm, even next I, deadline? I don't know. It, I think it really depends on... Because when you're selling a team, it, it, I, I speak as if I've sold a team before. <laughs> um Cooley, I mean, you have to understand. Your biggest draw, Cooper's, like, Cooper's our legal representation. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a political science degree and didn't go further. It's the closest than that. we could come. So, um, but like when you're thinking about selling something, you want your prized asset as like the centerpiece of that sale. Um, Whoever's buying the team will understand he's a free agent. Like they, that's <laughs> they true. Know but that. I would imagine that like the extension and like why they acted yeah. so fast with the extension this past year and like tried to avoid arbitration is just to say like to any prospective buyers out there like, Hey, this guy is going to be here for you to negotiate with and for mm. you to try and work things out with just because I mean, beyond just being, you know, maybe the greatest like baseball player ever, 
he's just like a cash cow. Like you can sell so Definitely. much money off of him. Yeah. Uh, sell so much money off, make so much money off of <laughs> you him. Give, you guys, let me ask you this of you guys. You give him $500 million. Yes. Yeah, I do too. I got, cause I don't, ha- I can't conceptualize that type of money. So yes. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, Although I will say though, if you're buying a team and you have to put that money into yeah. escrow, I don't know if you can pay no, that. No, no, it's that's true. It might well, actually, so, he may actually be a problem for a team for someone yeah, trying you know to buy what? A I team. mean, at this point, and you have that as a report. I think he he was quoted in Japan as saying that you know, kind of crapping all over the Angels. Very respectful. Yeah, he said he like, to win. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is basically, basically just everything that the Angels like, don't do. Hey, Angels, I like you personally, but yeah, dot, dot, dot. yeah. Uh, um, but it's it's you know, I think that the Angels are such a mess. He probably sees that. And that's going to be a tough signing, man. And and, and it, look to your guys' point. I mean, it complicates it with the ownership deal. It just does. I also so, like trading for I, like I wouldn't want to trade for him unless I'm confident he's going to re-sign. Oh yeah, and that's. I still don't know if he prefers the West Coast. I know coming out of high school, he almost came here, and then he wanted to play at home for a little bit first, and that kind of screwed everything up. But if he's not like interested in being on the east coast and even it's like if he's like saying like give me the year and i'll feel it out like that's not good enough for me like i yeah see coley it's a good point because i don't think that he unless his mind has changed dramatically the fact the red sox couldn't even get a meeting with him right i think he took a meeting with the cubs but i believe so yeah but the red sox had made up i've said this a million times but they made up these jerseys, Bruins jerseys, Celtics jerseys, Patriots jerseys with Otani on the back. Like they were, they were basically circling the wagons when it came to, Hey, we're going to have our chance to at least meet the guy and the guy wouldn't even meet with them. Right. So that doesn't lead me to believe that he really wants to, to come here and it's in the land of the cheaters. Yeah. Unless he's just truly, if he, if the angels have irritated him to the point where he's just out on the West coast entirely now, that's the only thing I could see, but I because I know like the Braves have come up as a possible destination and stuff like that, and it's like, well, if Atlanta's on the list, that's at least the East Coast, and that should yeah. at least get us in the door. But if he just doesn't want to be up here at all, then then okay. Well, if if the Giants miss out on Judge, there you go, right? Oh. Which oh. I imagine they, I I still can't buy that the Giants are gonna pay that much. Like they've just never done it. They yeah. not since Bonds and. Those contracts will be very different. They've tried. They've tried a couple different times. Like the one that jumps to mind, obviously, is Lester. I mean, mm. they were basically along with the Cubs and the Red Sox. They were the team, but you know, Judge is a whole different ball game, right? So, I don't know, man. I love it. I love it. And I love the Rendon aspect of it. Yeah, I like. I wouldn't love that, but and I don't even know where you put it. like. He's not man. your DH because Otani is your DH. Like you put him in left, you try and handle him. Like I don't even know what you do with Rendon. I mean, you could probably just move him, just use him as a trade asset somewhere else. It's so much like he basically becomes Hosmer to us, like he was for the Padres. Right. Like we'd still have to eat a lot of that money. I feel like, and then you're getting back like two mid-30s prospects yeah. from some other organization. Like, so the one thing, Coley, that so we mentioned this on the previous ones is that these are all awesome. And under the like the Dombrowski regime, absolutely. But you know as well as anyone, like Heim's the reverse. Right. Like he's not the guy who's going to give up the five guys. He's going to be the guy who gets the five guys. So it's also like I feel like so many people are out on Heim right now, but I like 
I don't know. I feel like he's been pretty transparent. Like he wanted to rebuild the farm first. And when we talk about someone like Jimenez, yeah, he dropped from five to the thirties, partly because of his play, but partly because the farm system is just much better now. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's been mostly Heim. So it's, I don't know that he won't make a kind of trade like this, especially if he's getting heat from above him, but it definitely isn't his MO, but he did trade a couple prospects to get like the Glasnows of the world. Like he has shown he will yeah, do it. I think that I think, and, and it's good point by you. And, you know, I, I, you know, when he says the thing about Devers, how, you know, comparing with Mookie, it was, Oh, well, we weren't in a spot with Mookie. Now we're in a spot with Devers. I just feel like, you know, obviously they're, they're aiming for the Dodgers, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they're aiming to get to. But I don't feel like they're quite there yet to do Definitely. these sort of deals. Like, and, um, I don't know. I because if they do these deals, Coley, if they do one of these deals, boom. I mean, you are you're starting from scratch all over again. For, so. and that's why I tried to tried to do things where it was like let's were you keep fleece, were you here. Fleece the other team, yes. Mostly, yeah. I mean, it, listen, I'm, I you say fleece, I see it as helping. I like I, we're helping the Dodgers get Aaron Judge. I'm I would help any team other than the Red Sox get Aaron Judge because it's still my ultimate fear that you're right. We aren't going to trade any of these prospects because there is a bat already available and we're the suckers that give Aaron Judge that contract. I'll you'll never hear me stop talking about how bad of an idea that is if it happens. All right, I, like, so, I, I, there's no like reality where I see Heim going out and spending on Judge though. Like I, I like I just no don't reality see him as that where type he signed Trevor Story and that happens. Like there's, that's true. That's <laughs> like, pretty true. Just having two shortstops is still a baffling like concept to me. This past season didn't well, really work out just because injuries, but yeah, <laughs> that was part of it. But yeah, no. I don't, I don't know that it will be necessarily a him call. Like I don't. I don't know that it was uh, was it Sherrington who was even here when the Hanley and Pablo deals happened. Yeah, Sherrington. Yeah, Sherrington. Like, I don't know that that was his. Well, that was <laughs> that was why, and that was the sort of thing where you had no one knew who was making these decisions. I right. mean, you had Lucino, you had Sherrington, you had the ownership, and this and this one. So that's when Dave Dombrowski came in. They said, "Well, he's making he's the one until we don't like his decisions, and then we're going to fire you." And I think it's the same way with Hein, mm-hmm. like. It's the same. You're the one who's making the decisions, unless the park's half full right. and little kids are wearing eight mile Schreiber shirts instead of you know whatever. Listen, hi John, uh, <laughs> big time uh, listener. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, I've been. I, I remember I tweeted this like either late August or September. I was like, one of the best off seasons the Red Sox could have is mostly re-signing their own players, like kind of having a similar off season working, working in the gray, like Haim has done, but like retaining Xander and Devers, like that's, that's a home run. And and I think, and I think it's, it's that, and it's, you know, this is why I think this is awesome. This has been awesome because I don't, the free agent class stinks. Stinks. It's I'm stick. all in on Carlos uh, Rodon, and that's it. Okay, great. Yeah, I mean, and good luck. And and so, but well, it's, it's the rain. Like the Rangers are the only team I've even seen tied to him. If we can't outbid the Rangers, what no, are we doing? Well, they will. I believe me, they are desperate. Very, they, they are desperate for pitching. They're going to pay money for somebody. And um, but they had Brock Holt, and they let him walk. <laughs> so we all make bad decisions, don't we? Uh, all right, Coley. Before you go. We had the bonus of Tani. Who is the guy? Give me a player that you want that you's like, okay, you know, 
that's who it, maybe it's a free agent that that you're like and it can be maybe like an under the radar guy maybe it's a Brock Holt <laughs> I, I don't know if he's filed the papers yet but is there any player out there that you're like ah oh, you know what he would he would be I like the cut of his gym um so like I, I was saying before I do think Eloy is is kind of a guy who would interest me a ton just because I think as bad as that that dominant and would play well at Fenway. Um, Rodon, like I also said too, like I, I think missing out on Gosman last year put us in a deeper hole than we need to be right this second. And now you, I think we're kind of in a position where we have to go get Rodon, mm-hmm. even if his arm does scare me a bit with the injuries he's had in the past. But I'm a traditionalist. I'm a guy who likes a lockdown closer. Go Thank get Edwin Diaz. You. I was just gonna say, go get Edwin Diaz. Like let's <laughs> let's close right. this. Let's figure out this this bullpen. All of a sudden, now you've got. Whitlock back in the eighth where he belongs, and then you can put Hauk as kind of your your stretch reliever. Now that looks like a bullpen that is actually feared. Here it is. Here it is. Here's the scenario. Ready? Hauk. Well, Whitlock's going the rotation. <sighs> Sorry. Sorry to do that to you. Uh, Hauk, Schreiber, mm-hmm. Ottavino. He comes back. <laughs> Joe Kelly. Him and Casas are Edwin doing a, like sounding beforehand, or oh, 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 not oh, sounding oh, earthing oh, beforehand. Yeah, so there you go. Fix yeah. it. all problem solved. And give give Bayo and Casas extensions today. Don't even wait. Yeah, just give them extensions. I'm all I'm sold. Extend them now. Meyer too. Give them an extension. Yeah, and that's that's the interesting. That's another thing is that another. You know, when we're doing the podcast, like he was sort of like he was taking a lot of shots at sort of the previous regime. Subtly and not so subtly, but like, yeah, we haven't done one of those extensions. Red Sox haven't done one of those extensions in a long time. They haven't done one in a long time. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, they, I'm sure they tried. <laughs> but the point is, is the point is, is that like there was that period we talk about that collusion period. There was a period where guys didn't want to sign extensions. Like that right. was the thing. I'm not signing extension. No way, because my right. buddy's telling me not to. Right. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm interested to see now after the Julio Rodriguez one, which an insane extension, but far more fair than anything the Braves have given out uh, when they make their players sign at gunpoint. So I'm interested to see how the rest of the league kind of finds that middle ground in between those two and, and tries to actually pay their own people fair wages. Coop, what do you got on uh, Julio Rodriguez's new girlfriend? Oh, I mean – very she's she's the fortunate one and julio's a rocket himself so they're just gonna they're just gonna be an incredible couple like just in general but um yeah she's she's attractive i'm team usa soccer though so i she's team canada i can't fully root for her um, okay shout see, out the shout out the muse sisters see i knew that you could in that 30 seconds you broke down that relationship far better than i could have so that's why that's why i'm here that's right <laughs> All right, Coley. Hey, hey, thanks a lot. I hope you had fun. It's always oh, good yeah. to talk with you. Yeah, anytime I can, I can put yeah, on yeah. my well, GM. You know what we're going to do? I, I want to get like all everybody, like we'll do a massive Who Said No Wednesday with everybody. Oh, like yeah. a massive That'd round be great. table. Like, yeah, that'll be fun. I, honestly, I think you should do like a Nathan for you for like a baseball team. Like we send you to like <laughs> Oakland Athletics. And you just have to go in there and just come up with like the quirkiest like things to make them a good team for them specifically. Like I, I think I need a bigger budget than they work with, but I, I'll I'll find a way. Every the city year, of Las Vegas will give you that. Did budget. you see? Right. Did yeah, you, there we did go. you see the meme today about the guy? I think it was from Moneyball. The 
that, that when they had told the, the, oh, the, the, the account the, that they had yeah. to pay the eight dollars to be verified. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. Yeah, yeah. That is good. All right, Coley, man. Good, good talk with you. We'll, we'll catch up. Absolutely. Appreciate it, fellas. Good chatting, Coley. Always.